In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. As we come to the Sunday or last day of an extended Thanksgiving weekend, I wish you all a blessed Thanksgiving. As you probably know, the origin of this as a national holiday goes back to the time of the Civil War a day to give thanks to God, to express our gratitude for the many blessings that we enjoy as American citizens. And we can go a step farther than that as Catholics. We are grateful for the greatest gift of all that God has given us, the gift of his only begotten Son, whose birth we are preparing for the celebration of that on this first Sunday of Advent and whose death we are mindful of in particular at every sacrifice of the Mass. That being said, I, I want to assure you that if any of you come to me to confession in the days ahead and say, bless me, Father, for I have sinned, I had more than 10 people with me at my Thanksgiving dinner. I'm not going to give you a penance. I will give you a spiritual pat on the back. And in fact, right here in our front row, we have a family of 14 children. The most recent addition will be baptized later today for a family of 16. So. I can only imagine you made some of your children stand outside on Thanksgiving Day while the rest of you took your dinner together. Good citizens that you are. And you know, we're in the third war uh, in our history on our own soil. The first war was the Revolutionary War by which we were born as a nation. After that, we had the Civil War. Uh, a time of great division. And now we have the war between the children of darkness and the children of light. Oh, it's an ongoing war, really, but the battles have intensified and the stakes are oh so high. We had a recent victory in one of our battles just this past week, Thanksgiving week. A victory at the level of the Supreme Court of the United States. It was a battle over the issue of discrimination against churches and synagogues taking place in the state of New York. While the governor of New York was allowing high percentages of individuals to take advantage of many so-called non-essential activities and businesses, in draconian fashion he was continuing to limit churches and synagogues in New York or in sections of New York to no more than 10 or 25 people. Discrimination. This time, the Supreme Court got it right. They ruled, in fact, that it was discrimination, it was unconstitutional. 
By the way, the last time a similar case went to this same Supreme Court without the addition of the most recent justice on that court, justice was not served. In a case in Nevada where the government determined that casinos could operate at 50% capacity, the government was still limiting churches to just a handful of congregants. And in that instance, the Supreme Court ruled that that was acceptable. Note the difference that one justice can make in these matters. And it's interesting that in the ruling, one of the justices wrote that there is no provision in the U.S. Constitution that sets aside constitutional rights because of a virus. That's not in the Constitution. There's no right to abrogate basic rights of citizens because of a virus. What an important point. Because, in fact, the Constitution is being replaced by something called COVID. And not only the Constitution, the commandments of God are being replaced by something called COVID. And it's not merely a virus. When I say COVID, I mean the radical response to COVID, the regulations, the restrictions, many of which are unconstitutional, many of which are ungodly. Now, I'll leave it to attorneys to argue the case over constitutionality, but I will address the matter of godliness, namely to say and to cite a list, a representative list, of so much of what is done under the guise of COVID that is ungodly. It is against God and goodness. And let's begin with the discrimination against churches, which was taking place in New York and Nevada and was intended for us. Recall that at one time, still during the Easter season, our state government or governor declared that while shopping malls could be at 50%, churches could have no more than 10 people inside, including our cathedral. And the bishops of this state rose up, and it did not have to go to court. But they had to stand against what was clearly something ungodly in the name of COVID. Prior to that, the closing of our churches, which forced us into the parking lot throughout Holy Week and the whole of Easter. That was ungodly. The denial of us 
to receive Holy Communion for weeks and weeks at a time was ungodly. The banning of sacred music within churches, and for that matter, the banning of Christmas carols on corners, is ungodly. Isolating our seniors, many of whom are dying, and the sick and suffering for weeks and months at a time, such that they often die in total isolation from family and friends and from the sacraments is ungodly. Forcing kids to do distance learning week after week after week, and I don't mean homeschooling, is ungodly. Locking college students down on their campus during Thanksgiving holiday when they would normally join with family is ungodly. Destroying small businesses and operations never to recover is ungodly. Quarantining healthy Americans for days and weeks on end is ungodly. Forcing us to be deprived of oxygen and breathe our own carbon dioxide for hours and hours on end and hiding our faces from others and from God is ungodly. Maintaining a social distance from our fellow healthy human beings is ungodly. And it's even more extreme than in ancient times when lepers were put into colonies for uh, social distancing. Now we social distance against the healthy. Every one of us is potentially, or in reality, a leper to everyone else. That's just a short list. So much more could be added. We now begin the season of Advent. It is a time of increased prayer and penance, and we need these, and we need them badly. It's time to re-engage in the war, a war fought by the children of darkness against the children of light. Some of the battles will be in courts, including the Supreme Court. One of the ongoing battles is an election, which is not yet settled. And there are so many more battles. It is a battle for the soul of America. It is a battle for every individual soul as well. Come, Lord Jesus. Come. Bring light into the darkness of our world. Bring your light to dispel the darkness of sin. Bring your light to dispel the darkness of this COVID tyranny. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost.